Kempe, there's an interesting piece there from Aroha in the news about the World Cup 2026 potentially coming down under. You'd say it potentially going to go to Australia. And Jamie said, and I'm going to get off to Richie, he'll have a little something to say about this as well. I was wondering, I was just reading that the International League Board is a real thing and they actually had a meeting and there's actually going to be a plan from Jamie. Uh, it, it must be coming up the World Cup time because it's the only time you hear from that board. <laughs> uh, seriously, um, yeah, the laughing, the laughing stock of um, international sport. You know, we can't even see whether or not the Kiwis have a game at the end of this year, which is only uh, coming to an end in five weeks' time for the for the regular season, and then another month uh, of finals football before it's all done. Uh, nine weeks out, no calendar is pretty average, mate. So, look, I don't know. To be brutally honest, uh, I don't know what they, they do. I know they're probably self-appointed, um, like having free trips up to Paris to drink some uh, Robert Mondavi wine. And, uh, yeah, this uh, I can't see anything changing, is he, to be brutally honest? Oh, be interesting to see what happens. But our next guest will be on top of the world right at the moment because his roosters have done the unthinkable. And Richie Barnett is going to join us to talk about the NRL's predictions this weekend and also talk about last night when they beat the Manly Seagulls 26-16. Richie Barnett, good morning to you. Where did that come from? Yeah, where did it come from? And you're right, Kempe. That is a joke, International Rugby League, mate. That is seriously appointment and actually action is two different things and we just we just don't get a rubber the green we just don't there's no clarity of where this is heading for international footy and yeah i'm, I'm super stoked for a, an under uh, under pressure well sorry pressured team the roosters and they always will be but crikey me they have under delivered this this season there is a lot of pressure on them um trent robbo has obviously been under under the microscope of course um and um, but that was a great win. I mean, we 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 certainly don't like Manly, and so for us, it's a it's a fantastic win. Who does, Richie? Are you are you as in, are you as confused about the Roosters this year as I am? Because when they started the season, even before it kicked off, kicked off, and you looked at their roster, Brandon Smith comes in to that hooking um, position. You know, they're looking for someone for Jake Friend, and you look through their roster, and think, man, it's it's stacked. And then they put in those performances like that. What's the issue there? I think they're just not working hard enough on the little little bits of the, the game. They, because they're, they're so fancied and, and they can put points on any side. Sorry, you could probably hear I'm at the airport. But um, I think they're not going back to basics, playing the tough football that we've known them to play. Now, their line speed, their level of detail, but they're just trying to be the roosters of old, really. They've got the ability to score points, but they, they're just not... Um, honouring um, the tough, tough parts of the game, um, and you know you've got Cooper Cronk and uh, who comes in and, and and looks over that, <clears throat> you know the the spine of a team, and you think that with his IQ that things will sort of hum quite nicely, but it's not the case. The case, no matter what you have, it's it's a it's a change they need to make. Well, I was reading reports, Richie, that Cooper Cronk's position in the team is under threat as well. Is that clutching for a for a solution there? Yeah, and, and here, yeah, it is. I think they, they they always point the finger, of course, you know, at the coaching staff and and um, but sometimes you you know, I wish the players would sort of take ownership on on that sometimes, and because they they to be brutally fair that they get given everything. They've got mm. the best expertise in the game at the forefront. 
but it's execution and delivery and, and clearly the strategy and how you play and, and if you implement that with your game plan against a side and you've got to execute it is obviously all those things add up. But seriously, if you've got the resources that the Roosters have in any team, um, they should be excelling. They should be well ahead of where they are now. And does that mean that Robbo's under pressure, Richie? You know, like if you're given the the fact that they've had the choice of players that they wanted and uh, they haven't performed this year, does he come under uh, scrutiny given that the fact that there's not that many changes to that squad next year? Yeah, and you'd have to think that he, you'd have to you'd have to look at it, wouldn't you? Because we all know that Robbo's an extremely talented coach. He is he is amazing. The relationship he has with with the players is second to none. Um, but something's just not working for them. Now, whether it's the communication with the coach to the players or the, the breed of players that are coming through are just not not listening to the to how he's messaging it, I'm not quite sure. But um, but if anyone could sort of find the answers or the solution to it, it would be Robbo and the team because they are extremely hard workers to get the team to where they are. But there is a massive question mark now, isn't there? Mm. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a tough one for me, um, Richie. Whether or not Robbo actually um, holds on to his job. Well, they've had a mm-hmm. week off. The Warriors. They've you know obviously um, taken some time to get fresh, and uh, they bring back Jazz Tavaga this week. Does he play tonight? I don't know. I, I, I think he I think he may sit out in this one. This is a pretty pretty important game. Um, they need probably players to to be at their best to, to win this game. And, you know, we're not looking at what, what could happen in the, uh, down the line for four or five weeks' time. They're actually trying to win each game as it comes. I like their languaging in which they're saying things. Like, we need to get better at looking at the game. We're not looking too far ahead. Jazz is a great acquisition at the right time of the season, to be brutally honest. He he, he has got so many skill sets and, and the attitude that comes with it. So he's he's prime ready to go, and the, and the Warriors will certainly need him. Titans? Titans, obviously oh. uh, a big win last week. Can we expect them to push this Warriors? The coaches come out and said that they're a threatening team. The Warriors full of confidence, scoring tries willy-nilly. Um, can they do the unthinkable? Hopefully not. Yeah. Well, they, they've just got no pressure, have they? And, you know, when you mm. sort of look at the, the behaviour of teams and the momentum of teams, and they've certainly spiked up from last week. That's going to give them so much confidence. You're at their home ground, of course, and they've got players who can put you to bed pretty quickly. I mean, you know, just watching AJ Brinson is just incredible. Um, their halves pairing of Foran and Boyd, their kicking game last week were superb. They just applied pressure, pressure, pressure against the Cowboys. So, and they've got some some real experienced players in there. You know, Fotuaka, he's no Tino this week, but Isaac Liu. I like Sam Virils, a, a player that left the Warriors, um, which, who, who's sharp at dummy half. But, yeah, they can. They can upset them. There is no reason why. There's, there's mm. no pressure on them to play. To play and, that's, and that is a concerning factor for the Warriors. But I just feel that the Warriors have got um, the detail, the level of detail, and they get into the red zone more often than more sides. And so the Titans will have to defend the Warriors' side. And they're very, very... Um, they are so good at um, getting the opposition half and scoring points. Richie, you, you've been there before, and uh, you know run run into the finals here with five weeks out from it. These all these games uh, start to to become vitally important to finish in the four. Um, do you think the players in the back of their mind are starting to think about the semi-finals, or you're buying into uh, Andrew Webster saying we haven't even looked at the ladder yet? 
<laughs> I, well, I think it's. I think most players do, but I think the focus is 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 there a little bit, but it's not the end focus. I think their focus really zones in um, on what they can control, and I think this. And, and I love what they're saying. It's it's how it. <laughs> which is great because you can only control the controllables. And I think that if they spend all the energy looking at this game, then it, it'll be what it'll be. And, and I think they've been messaging that throughout the whole year and it's really working for them. When you look at the top eight and you think of the teams that are, are flourishing at the moment, outside of the Warriors, who, Warriors, who is the most settled squad heading into the finals? Well, I think straight ahead of Penrith, aren't they? Mm. They are. Uh, they. They just. You just can't compare. Um, you know, if I, I look at the, um, oh, the, the Parramatta Eels. I mean, I, I quite like the way they play. I know they're they're up and down, but I I just really enjoy watching them play. I I love the fact that they can score points at will. But um, and of course the Storm Cowboys have got something there and. Um, yeah, I, I just think Parramatta's got that Broncos? The way they play. Yeah, I, I like the Broncos. Yeah, I, I like the Broncos. Um, they're a young side still um, when it comes to the... And they've got a harder run through the finals as well, um, which will probably be a good thing for them to, to keep them steady and working into a final. But it's a, it's a lot of tough games in the top four. So we'll see. It's the, uh, What I love about it, to be brutally fair, is this is probably the best competition we've seen for a long, long time. It is. When was the last time you saw the Melbourne Storm paying four fifteen to win a game? That's what they're paying to beat <laughs> Penrith tonight. Yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? It's uh, and there you go with with Penrith. They're so they're so far superior. But at four dollars, that's ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> that's a, that's absolutely worth taking a bet. I'll tell you what, everyone in Melbourne's on it because um, if there's yeah. anyone that can upset the uh, the apple cart, it's definitely Melbourne. Uh, Richie, Sorry. you're also doing some good work off the field off the field, mate. Um, you know, with your analysing talking rugby league for us, but you're also analysing the the mental um, health and and wellness space too. How's things going? Going for you out there? Yeah, you know we're working extremely hard, Kempi. You know we're 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 trying to build partnerships with organisations and businesses to continue our free counselling service for under 25s, and, and and that is a beast of it in its own right. Uh, it is a gap between the public system and and the private system, um, so we can allow our kids the, the time to to be heard by a counsellor. In uh, time for them to go into the public system, which is unfortunately three to twelve months wait. Well. Um, so we, we, we're working extremely hard, Rick Wells, Mike King, myself, which is the partnership. So if there's any companies or any individuals that are willing to support us, please get in contact with myself. Um, we're really keen to sit down and see how we can activate this together. Now how important is it for people out there in the public eye to be a part of this? Like I had a, an awesome catch-up the other day with Millie Kerr and her I Am Hope project, and she's doing some wonderful things. Are you seeing a bit of an impact from people being uh, open and honest about their own struggles? Yeah, and I, and I, I think that's one of the key ideas, <clears throat> issues that we've got is um, the fact that we've got to be vulnerable enough to open ourselves up because if we can't be vulnerable, how are we supposed to allow our kids to be vulnerable to us? So that's the first thing. So be vulnerable. It's not saying being vulnerable every day, every week. I'm just saying that being vulnerable opens the door for empathy and, and kindness to people so our kids can see that 
sometimes we don't have our shit together. Sometimes life is like that. But sometimes perfection from the eyes of our kids only see us um, doing great things and we, they never see us going through challenges in life. And so we need to be the, we need to be it. We, we need to show them um, how that looks. And I know so that you, Gilford's giving... doing something recently, so, and he's been very vulnerable in his space, um, and I'll be yep. seeing him very shortly, actually, so that'll be quite, quite cool. Awesome, awesome, mate. Um, just just on the, the counselling sessions, and, and it's, it's awesome, mate, giving people access to, to these facilities and these types of opportunities, but are, there, are they actually taking them up? Like they've been given these yeah. places to be able to take them. Are there the numbers coming through the doors and, and seeing them? Yeah, it is. It's 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 flying at the moment because the current system is is not able to ha- um, support our our children or people in need. So what actually is happening? Our GPs are referring to us. Um, the health system is referring to us. Helpline is referring to us because they feel that we're the only ones that could um, find mm. uh, the solution to the problem. So unfortunately with that, and fortunately, to be honest, um, our kids are able to access it, but it's spiking quite high now. Um, so in order for this to carry on, mate, we, we need people to support us to carry this through, and the government need to be put their hand up and support us. I know they, they have said it, but there's a big difference between saying something and doing it. We, we can, uh, you know, if, we, if we've got somebody driving around and listening to uh, SENZ on the app, mate, or whatever, and, and they're a business owner and they've, they're looking to get involved with the charity, how can they get involved with you? How do they get in touch? You can call me on 021-777-145 and uh, directly contact me, and I'd love to sit down and have a conversation. That's awesome. so good, Richie. Awesome. So good. Thanks a lot for joining us this morning, mate. You're doing some fantastic stuff, Richie. And uh, anytime you need a hand, just give us a yell. Thanks for joining us this morning. Go well. Enjoy your weekend and up the Warriors tonight, mate. Let's hope they get the job done against uh, the Titans. Cheers, you legends. Have a great weekend. You too, brother. Oh, there you go, boys. Great little uh, talk about the NRL, but then touching on the important subjects is uh, mental health, and he does some special work. You heard his number there, and uh, we'll, we'll get that down, and we'll put it up if you're out there and you're wondering how you can be involved. I know Mark from Tauranga is very passionate about I Am Hope. He does his best to give back to them and allow these kids access to the help that they need. And, uh, yes, he might be catching up with... The one and only Zach Guilford. Yeah. Zach, I mean, Zach, Zach's a bloke that we know, you know, he's publicly had a few, a few battles. So, I mean, if, if he can get himself right, those experiences he's had that he can pass on to others would be would be exceptional. Yeah. yeah. Plenty, I, I think it's great. Plenty of experiences. Mm, it's good. Awesome. Wait, great to catch up, Richie. Boys, we'll shoot off. we got heaps of messages coming through. I'm so grateful for counselling. We have just had to use it for our 11-year-old daughter. She had her first session today. Just a huge wow. thank you. That is from Brenton. Mate, appreciate you sharing that. And uh, the help is out there for you and your kids. And I couldn't think... As a parent, you know, you want your kids to succeed and, and be in the best place possible. So, Brenton, I commend you for being out there and, and getting access to that. And I am hope they are allowing you to be ac- uh, to gain access to those because it's not cheap, lads. It ain't cheap to go and uh, see these counsellors and they make it a uh, more viable option for you family members.